All right, guys, we got a little special edition, little condensed version of the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast with me, Kenny Oak, and my main man, Chris the Beast Harris. Like Dan Severn? Yes, one of the most under... God, he man, was so good. Talk about a combat sports athlete that doesn't get talked yes. about enough. No one wore more belts to the ring. A lot of belts. In him. And Cornette? Yes, it was Cornette. Yeah. Nice, corny. Good times there. I'm not the beast. We don't talk about him enough. We need to. That's that's an entire show. Okay, it really, it could be. And he might appreciate that, because we have a lot of glowing things to say about... Oh, Bubs, big update. Bruins just scored. It's 1-1. Oh, you're, I was uh, waiting for that to make it on the podcast. That's ah. great for you hockey fans joining us here. Bubs, um, I've rediscovered my the, the love and passion I had for hockey, and uh, I don't know why I ever stopped watching. Uh, I can't hold a good conversation with you about hockey. <laughs> okay. I generally don't. You're not Kyle. Like I'm, I, not, I I'm not Kyle. Kyle. Big plug. Yes, and we used to watch so much hockey in Afghanistan. If I wasn't watching wrestling or ghost adventures with you, I was watching hockey with one of the original Bubs. That's true. He's an OG Bubs. He actually is the original. Like me and him were the original Bubs. Got good stuff there (laughs) as well. All right, as I was saying, we have a condensed condensed version of the show today where we're going to be talking. Real quick, but in depth about some really good topics, and you know, I know you wanted to start off with something in particular, so I'm going to let you take the lead here. I want to get it out of the way because I've been holding it in for a while. I tried to get my frustrations out on Twitter; they got worse as that happened. They did. It, it got me frustrated. Actually, interact with some of the internet wrestling community hashtag IWC. You learn some people's opinions, and of course, it's great to have. But some people and there's some really good opinions and some things that that I have seen that people have posted. I'm just like that is a really good idea. Yeah. But what we saw today w- was not so much. And I'm not on Twitter much, but that made me hop on and have to say something. Yeah. So we ran into some of that because I threw out the idea and the conversational topic that we're going to lead off with here. That <laughs> Charlotte Flair, get yourself. Flair, <laughs> Excuse me. All right. That Charlotte Flair deserves to be in the main event WrestleMania match between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. So now there's a lot of words that we can use. I threw out the word deserves. Maybe maybe not the right word. Maybe word, I think. Maybe she should be for ratings or popularity purposes or I think it's believable and acceptable. Okay, and ex- is it yeah? Is it an acceptable thing? I put the poll out there as well. It's doing well, and a lot of people, a lot of people are against it because I am for it, and we'll talk about why. And, and Bubs will. Oh, good hockey update. Just yes, right there two to one. Boston just more. Come on, Rangers. Ah, oh, interrupting my shit. But we're gonna talk about it, Bubs, because I want to know yes. where you sit. Because this is we're in the minority. At least I am, because I'm for you this. are for sure. Yep, yeah, and. I want to I want to throw it out there and I want to get some feedback here outside from Twitter so you guys listening right now or hearing this up hit me back on the old Twitter machine at CAE wrestling and let me know your thoughts because we're kind of trending in that direction because on Monday night raw 
they're doing the remake, for lack of a better word, of Austin versus McMahon. We're getting Lynch yes. versus McMahon. Don't hate it. Slash but, Hemsley. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't I don't hate it, but uh it's it's pretty obvious, but it's okay. I don't like the comparison of her to Austin. There but, there is a lot of parallels right now between <laughs> between her run right now and Austin's run in ninety seven through ninety eight. Um and, and remember, you know, the big thing the big mainstream part of that was Austin and Tyson. Tyson was yeah. a part of that. Ronda Rousey has been compared to Mike Tyson from day one. So the parallels run deep. A lot of WrestleMania and 14. Ronda Rousey does, yes, and Ronda Rousey does have a strong mainstream following. Yeah. So you want to push someone into the stratosphere of the wrestling uh, industry, you have them face-to-face go up against a megastar like Ronda Rousey that maybe she was never as big as Mike Tyson, but yeah. for being in MMA and, and women's MMA, which had zero following until, I mean, Gina Carano did her best to build up that division, but it didn't really take off until Ronda Rousey hit the mainstream, but she brought it into a big, she brought big viewership into, she, she main evented multiple UFC cards. Yeah. And so I feel like this is a strong, strong way for WWE to book Becky Lynch. And what we're seeing is she got suspended from WWE on Monday for not getting medically cleared and going to see the medical staff and things like that. So it seems like that she's fighting the boss power, the anti-hero type stuff that we saw with Austin versus Vince McMahon back in the day. She attacked Stephanie. She hit her. She also hit on Hunter the next night. And how long have we been waiting for Stephanie to get her comeuppance? For since day one, she'll never yes. get it though. I don't since think two thousand and will ever 2000. get it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we're, we're also making a couple assumptions here with this. We're assuming that WrestleMania thirty five will be closed out by that match, and that's not a certainty yet. No, we, it's we not. certainly think that it should because there's no other emotionally captivating feud right now that's anywhere close to that. As much as we all like Rollins, the feud with him yes. and Brock isn't the only thing that last. makes that match go on last is Brock, Brock. being there. Yeah. So with with the assumption that they're going to do this groundbreaking main event with the two of them, I'm throwing out the idea that even though I still believe in kayfabe as much as you know every diehard wrestling fan does, it's not believable whatsoever for me to think that Becky Lynch can beat Ronda Rousey clean in the main event of a WrestleMania, and I think it has to be clean. But that's what makes this position. such a compelling compelling matchup and such a compelling story because that's what that's what mm-hmm. pushes Becky Lynch over over the hill over the hump makes her that big star is winning a match against Ronda Rousey like this now I also don't you know Ronda Rousey has been booked in a way that you know she seems almost unbeatable she's been unbeatable since last year's WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh, but she does a very good job selling to the point where she does make it believable that the person that she's in the ring with has a legitimate chance until she kind of kicks it into that high gear and and puts him away now becky lynch has been booked in a way that she's not someone you could just put away unless you're oscar but you know that's a point because you just made my other point was she tapped out clean to oscar at the rumble so wwe has backed themselves into a corner where they have painted the picture of ronda as nearly unbeatable because she's only let a few people have legit comebacks against her and Okay, Becky well, they did lost. that with Asuka, and they had no problems 
having Charlotte beat Asuka so at do you, WrestleMania. Do you think it's... So the compelling story part, I'm cool with, because it is interesting. I'm very much behind Becky. I love the idea of what she's doing. If she were to tap out Ronda, would you would that be believable for you? Or are you obviously believing that Ronda, given her character and her real-life skills, can she honestly lose to a Becky Lynch? Because I can't buy that part. That's the real main reason why I say that Charlotte has to be introduced into the match, because that allows Becky to beat Charlotte in the match, thus taking the title as well from Ronda. So that is a believable scenario, which, you know, this is what we've kind of been talking about, is you think Charlotte Flair Flair absolutely needs to get put into that match, where I believe that it would be okay if she's in the match, and it does make sense, the scenario that you're painting, but I don't think that she absolutely needs to be in that match to make it work. I do feel that... There's a couple different ways WWE can go with this. One, they could just want to have Ronda Rousey become the women's version of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. She goes for goes away for a while, comes back, wrecks shop, leaves, you know, rinse, repeat. Kind of what Brock Lesnar does. And, you know, maybe having her lose clean in the middle of the ring, possibly tapping out, could kill some of that aura. But... Who's to say Ronda Rousey will come back? Who's to say that WWE has learned from their Brock dilemma that they have? Because it is a problem that they have with Brock Lesnar. So there's so many different ways that this can go, and that's what makes this so exciting and so compelling. And that's why I think it should be a one-on-one match, because you honestly have no idea how it's going to go. You throw Charlotte Flair in there and you go, okay, Charlotte is the one, even if it doesn't happen that way, you're automatically thinking, okay, Becky's going to win and they're going to have Charlotte take the loss. Mm -hmm. But if you have Becky versus Rousey, then the intrigue is there, the the options are, are open and you don't really know exactly what they're going to do. Which, to me, makes it must-see more than a triple threat match would be. Right. And we all imagine the pop that Becky Lynch gets, and that's what WWE really wants, is to get the pop from the crowd, because they haven't gotten that at WrestleMania in a while. It's been a while. So Probably you can, since Seth Rollins cashed in. You can believably buy into her actually beating Ronda clean? Like, that's yes. something you'd be okay I with? I can I can, and I would be okay with that because of how they've been booking Becky. I think they've done a tremendous job setting up this match and setting up this run that Becky has been on. Right. Now back to the the deserving word real quick. The one constant since the women's division has exploded has been Charlotte Flair. There's no question about that since the NXT Deservingly so. Right. Sasha wasn't... It wasn't it. Bailey hasn't been it. Becky has been up and down. Becky's had a great last six, eight, nine months for sure. So when I threw out the deserving word, the reason that I brought that up is because if we're talking about a first ever situation. A first ever women's main event, who else would you believe, like who else deserves to be in that spot other than the the true MVP of the women's division? And I completely... I I put that out there because she deserves to be in the spotlight and... You, everyone counters that with no. Well, no, she's been given everything. She's she's in every main event. She she wins yeah. every time, which is well, not which is what someone was saying today 
on Twitter, which I had to kind of dispute because, like he said, he was saying that Charlotte Flair is overrated and has been shoved down our throats, which I completely disagree with. If anything, Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair is anything but overrated. Could you make the point that she's been shoved down her throat? Sure, but she still gets the reactions from the crowd. She puts on the best matches mm-hmm. in the women's division. She is her father. Honestly. Who, who everyone calls the GOAT. So Exactly. And if anyone was shoved down her throats in the 70s, 80s, early 90s, it was Ric Flair, but we were okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't alive, but uh, from what I hear, people were okay with it. Generally, people accepted it, just yes. like Hulk Hogan as well. Well, so, no, I don't accept that. Case. I was alive for a lot of that. <laughs> now you don't buy it? Okay. No. <laughs> but I, I throw that out there because if, if we're doing a first ever thing, I kind of want the best match as well. Like, I want it to be fully well-rounded. I want something unique, and we don't get, we never, hardly ever see a triple threat main event anymore except for obviously seth rollins cashing in and then when was the last one beyond that so ray Ray orton and Kurt angle didn't even main event they were second from the top so uh when ray mysterio won his championship at wrestlemania wasn't that a triple threat match it was a triple threat but it wasn't an end card though it was the second from Uh, the top so who made it that year i don't remember probably triple h (laughs) it's him or or cena you can take a guess um but we might have to go back to wrestlemania 20 my point is is they don't happen often so why aren't we making this the greatest of all situations triple threats are rare and if you want anybody who simply deserves to be in the match by the resume that she has and everything she's done for that division the answer is charlotte so everybody's mostly countering me with well no becky's Becky's the best thing going right now, and Becky is. And she is. But let's be objective for a little bit. Becky's Why? only been the best thing going for the last okay. nine months, not well, for the that's last fine. four years. Okay, Stone Cold wasn't the best thing going for two, three years. Stone Cold was the best thing going for, there was about a year span, from WrestleMania 10, when the, the, the double turn between Stone Cold and Bret Hart, that started just the, the skyrocket effect. Of Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's when he really started to take off when he had the promos with Vince McMahon. That's when he really started to take off. You don't have that's the that's the beauty of wrestling. Things don't have to be uh, built up for years and years. Like once you catch lightning in a bottle, you, you hold on to it. You you don't open up that bottle until a moment like this. And and when Ronda Rousey taps to Becky Lynch, the bottle, you don't have to open up the cap because the bottle's going to explode. Big pop. Huge pop. I can't wait for someone to fact check you and call you out for saying Austin and Brett happened at WrestleMania 10, by the way. Hello. Uh, so get that right. because you. <laughs> I was sorry. But it's, but it's okay. He's, it he's sick, folks. Don't blame him. Yes. I have, I have a, a baby but there's... that's sick and... I know what happened at WrestleMania 10. Brett went up against Owen and then lost to Owen, actually, and then went on to beat Yokozuna for the title. Look at you know? He backed so, up and he corrects so, himself. So that listen, I appreciate. And listen, Thank you. people, you want to talk about um, Becky being made weak because she lost to Asuka. Yes. Brett Hart you. lost on the same night he won the <laughs> title at WrestleMania 10. He didn't tap, though. He lost to a in sunset roll or whatever, the victory roll. Oh, it was, it was a great match. One really? of the best WrestleMania opening matches of good, all time. A good one there. Uh, Austin Hart at WrestleMania 13. I'm, I got this. Okay. 
I'm, on, I'm back on track now. All right. So, Bubs, if, if she gets added to the match, do you hate it or are you okay with it, just in general? I'm okay with it. I don't okay. hate it. I'm okay with it, but I and prefer it, it to just be Becky Rousey. Okay, and are you on board right now, even though we got some time, are you on board with that being the main event of WrestleMania 35? Based on what we have going right now, as far as the feud itself, the emotional buy-in into Becky, the the semi-heel heat that Ronda gets as of late, mostly just beat by anti-Rousey people because they're pro-Becky, but are you on board with it as the main event right now? Um, because of how it's being built, because of the attention that it's giving above any other storyline, and because it spans two different shows, right? I think it does deserve to be the main event of WrestleMania. That will be huge, and it's going to be one of the most exciting things to watch. Because when, because Becky yeah. has to win, right? I don't. If yes. she doesn't you win, you can't. You cannot do that, WWE. Don't say that because we've been wrong before. Insert Tetsuya Naito. But we expect yeah. the absolute greatest. I really to thought Naito was going to win. I know. God, I it's hate okay. that that happened. But can you imagine the anger, though? This is one of those things. Like, it's beyond Brock Lesnar winning at WrestleManias now. If she were to lose somehow, by heel or clean fashion, the fans, bubs. It would be it would be over. Like, that would, crowd. would burn New Jersey down. All <laughs> Double or nothing turns from, like, 17,000 to 35,000. <laughs> Just like that. Like they that. have to change it from, from the MGM Grand Garden Arena to, to a stadium, to, 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 to where the... Yeah, pay-per-view buys are huge. We're all canceling the network, but now we're yes. all serious for the first time. No, that would be the serious cancel WWE right. hashtag cancel subscription, whatever you want to call it. That would be atrocious. But we'll get there. We're going to talk yes. that build as we start talking Moving WrestleMania up. over uh, February and March, bubs. But away from that, I'm glad we got to talk about it. So hit me up yes. on Twitter about that. We got a lot of details to discuss with it. I know you wanted all to the give Twitter them, links right there, guys. Follow them. Look at them. You wanted to talk a little bit about the... I don't want to make fun of it. It's not a wrestling promotion yet because they haven't wrestled. But, uh, well, but they uh, have a show scheduled in May have one at the show. MGM Grand Garden Arena. Okay, All Elite Wrestling, Bubs. Big yep. stuff tomorrow. Double or nothing. A lot of stuff going on tomorrow. We're going to get some type of conference, I guess, is the right word. Yes, it's, it's a ticket party tomorrow, Bubs. Yeah, ticket party. Yes. Where we assume that there's going to be some major announcements on... Sign talent. Uh, we are all expecting this to be the official announcement of Kenny Omega signing with AEW. Mm -hmm. And maybe some uh, matches finally being uh, announced for Double or Nothing. Right, so we can start actually believing in the card now and start buying for a reason. And right, because it's only a couple months away, so... Um, I would now, like to start seeing something. Like yes, that. we would like like for the hype to start. You don't have to have the entire card fleshed out right now, or or even within the next month, it doesn't need to be fleshed out. But we would like to see some of the talent that they have signed and some of the matches that they are preparing to have, and whether that's going to start any kind of storylines, whether there's going to be any kind of uh, lead-in to right. To the show, are they going to use being the elite as kind of their de facto show until they get a TV deal, uh, that kind of thing? So there's a lot of exciting, interesting, whatever kind of verbiage you want to use, uh, stuff that will come out of tomorrow's uh, ticket party for AEW Double or Nothing. What I would like to see, what I'd like to see primarily is I want them to talk about 
the titles that they're going to have for the show because and they I don't, don't think necessarily that's going to I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to build matches either because we don't. There's fucking twelve people that work for. Well, them. I don't think there's going to be any titles for this card. Honestly, I don't think they're going to start doling out titles until the actual until they have an actual show that they're preparing. Like waiting for TV type of thing. Yeah, something like Oof. that. Okay, even if we don't get that till the end of the year, there has to be a reason to buy into the feuds and invest because you're because not going to put the title you're not going to create a title and put it right away on Chris Jericho no I mean you've got to have some kind of some kind of build to this now I, I I'm sick and tired of tournaments yeah over the last few years there's just been tournaments left and right so uh, if we can avoid that that's fine but I, I don't think now's the time for you know titles to be announced do you think that we get Kenny Omega finally, though, so we can quit talking about it? Because... Yes, I want it to happen just so we can finally say, okay, it, it's over. I'm tired of speculating whether he's going to be uh, showing up at WWE or he's signing with AEW, which we all believe he's signing with AEW, which you know is probably going to be wrong because we're never right True. about anything. But if, I do think that's the big... And he just shows up? And he just shows up type of thing. If they keep it so quiet, which they really, like you said earlier before we started, they haven't necessarily kept it quiet, right? He hasn't been out of the spotlight. He hasn't been It's been hinted at quite yeah. often. He's on the Being the Elite show still, and a big part of it. And I don't think they're just going to... I mean, I know they're friends and all, but it doesn't make a ton of business sense to keep throwing him out there and you know parading him around if he's not going to be part of your promotion. Right. Sooner or later. I, I, I don't want it to happen. I'd rather just get it over with. That way we can speculate. Because he's, he's the big draw, right? Yeah. And if anybody's going to be in, involved in whatever... He's the big wrestling draw. I, I don't think... Chris Jericho might be their biggest mainstream draw sure. that they have. And even that... Chris Jericho was never a huge mainstream star. He still isn't. Uh, but he's the closest thing they have right now to a mainstream draw but Kenny Omega is your ultimate wrestlers wrestling fan draw mm -hmm. the last week or so there's been a lot of the of course speculation from dirt sheets and everywhere else that AEW is offering major money to people that are already contracted WWE wrestlers right. trying to Randy Orton is yeah like Orton, of Randy Orton. that would be interesting I would love to see that just because of Randy Orton's uh, attacks on indie wrestling I know, for right? years. I think that would be great. And what um, I wanted to, to bring up was he was one of those specifically, and I want to ask about the Usos too, but let's let's take Orton as an example and let's say something like that were to happen. These guys that are well-established stars like Usos, Orton's creeping up on 20 years in the company type guy, you know, 13, 14-time world champion. So what does guys like him risk if they leave WWE, go work AEW, considering it's going to be viewed as the rival, for lack of a better word, even if they don't get necessarily big. Do people like him put a lot of things at risk, like Hall of Fame inductions, if they care that's about the, that? That's the only thing, and I was going to bring that up. That's the yeah. only thing I can think of that they're really risking, yeah, uh, because was, if the money is comparable... I was thinking about documentaries, too, and other type of merchandise okay. things. Randy Orton's already had stock. His documentary is right. on the network right now. He has, go he has to, tons, but even like you know, younger guys like the Usos who still have ten plus years to work. What are they risking if if they were to jump ship? You know, I mean, honestly, the original the original answer to that question was money. 
They're they're risking the money. And now, from all intents and purposes, from all the accounts that we're hearing, money doesn't seem to be a big issue with AEW and people signing with AEW. So, honestly, I would say, like someone like Randy Orton, maybe you're costing yourself an an earlier induction into the WWE Hall of Fame. He's going to get inducted at some point because he is going to retire from wrestling. And, you know, right now we're completely speaking hypothetically. I don't think Randy Orton goes anywhere. I think this is a complete negotiation tactic. I think all of these guys, even the Usos, are using this as a negotiation tactic. Which they should be. This is yes, and that's, why, and that's why I don't understand people who are just taking a dump all over WWE in favor of AEW and yeah. people who are wishing, you know, that AEW fails because... What this does is, and I've said this, how, how many times have I said this, the people who benefit the most from AEW being successful are the wrestlers themselves. Yes. Even if they don't go and wrestle with AEW, they can use AEW as a bargaining chip just like WCW was used as a bargaining chip, just like WWF was used as a bargaining chip, chip against the other. So this, is, it's brilliant, honestly, for the wrestlers. The wrestler, this is a win win because you know let's say you don't get the money you want from one and you get it from the other it's like okay i'm going there now yeah i think it's i think it's great do you think there's anybody with a legit shot to actually look at like an established star from that roster that would legitimately up and leave like a lot of tag teams are talking about going the revival they could be they could definitely go but, but, but they aren't legit stars no so someone on that orton level is there anybody okay. or below him because he's he's top notch like you have to think about yeah, he, okay, so right. so there's there's the Cena level, which is really only Cena. Cena. And then there's the the Orton Mysterio level right, right there, uh, below Cena. So thinking of that Orton Mysterio Hardy kind of level, um, and even Orton's above those two. I don't. Those guys are such loyalists to the brand that they I are, and that, that's why I don't see, see them leaving. Which is why it would be such a big coup mm-hmm. if. AW could pull off something like that, <clears throat> but an established star, well-established star, leaving WWE for AEW, I can't think of anybody, honestly. No, there's no one on that level. There's a lot of the mid-card, maybe guys that have worked the top before that could certainly go because the WWE roster is packed and overflowing with talent. Yeah, right? if a Dolph Ziggler leaves, no one's going to think that that's a huge signing for AEW. Um, I think a lot of the internet would. I think they would well, like a Dolph Ziggler. Because they, they would want... Because, you know, I... All the they feel, But here's the thing. They would assume that, oh, Dolph Ziggler's finally going to get his due, but says who? You know, he's he'll go and do the exact same thing in AEW that he's been doing in WWE. Yeah. He might get a title run just because of his name, just so he could put over somebody else. Yeah, you know, one of those things. Um, AJ Styles definitely isn't leaving WWE. Um, he's made it clear that you know his time as a wrestler is coming to an end. You know, within the next year or two, and he wants to work backstage and kind of like a road dog kind of. Uh, position, so I I think I don't think AJ Styles will be leaving for WW for AEW, and you know people will then say, well, no one thought Chris Jericho would go, but it, it makes more sense for a Chris Jericho because look look at what he's been doing over the last year, yeah. going to New Japan, 
kind of doing his own thing, branching away from WWE. And he's always going to be a part of the WWE kind of lore and, you know, the, the WWE family. From, from what you hear from Vince McMahon, he's not upset. He's not mad at what Chris Jericho did. Chris Jericho's going to end up in the WWE Hall of Fame sure uh, at some point. So that wasn't too surprising. I don't think that there's much up their sleeve with, with a big splash. Maybe there's some, some mid-card talent like you're talking about, but other than that, I don't see it. No, it's, it's going to be that, and it's going to be tag teams, people from maybe the 205 roster, guys that just want to go and do other things, which I'm totally cool with, branch out, go do some other stuff, because I want some people to leave WWE because there's just they're underutilizing talent. They're not letting guys go to the top that really should, and guys that are at the top maybe need to work down a little bit and go back and forth. But I don't know. There's a, it's all still speculation. Cause Intriguing. I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. You might not be, but I am. I want it to get over with. I've been waiting for the next announcement since we did the first one in January. That's true. So, but this see. is how it's supposed to be. This is how you you don't yeah. you don't lay all your chips on the table right away. Okay, yeah. so this is a smart way for them to continue to build to this show, keep the excitement up because you put everything out right away, then you're, you're excited for that first little bit, and then that kind of dwindles away. You know, if you just keep giving us a little bit and a little bit, and you're not giving us the biggest stuff right away, you don't you don't give your biggest matches until towards the end, to w- w- when when the hype is at its peak. Yeah. So I, 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 I like what tomorrow to be something significant though, just something in the next step, like we're talking about. Give me the next big splash because everyone's paying attention to now all these AEW conferences, so they're all being taken as very serious. I just want it to come. I want to see what's next. I want to be able to talk this on a more legitimate level so we can quit speculating and talking on potential and shit like that. Because then it becomes fun when we get to actually talk about the Double or Nothing card and we can actually build to it. But good stuff. I'm excited for tomorrow, Bubs. Yes. And I'm excited in general for AEW, for Double or or Nothing, and to hear some of the matches that will be announced uh, soon, I believe, as soon as tomorrow. But honestly... AEW is best for business in general, best for the wrestling industry, best for all the wrestlers. Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey in a singles match as the main event of WrestleMania is for the is the best for business. And it's one of those things I hope they don't announce until towards towards the end of WrestleMania season. Okay. Uh, but yeah, th- those are my thoughts on those two topics. Any any last things you want to throw out? No, that was it, Bubs. I just wanted to get a quick chat in with you. A little Wednesday discussion is always nice for WrestleTalk 101, episode 60. Finally, as we start to climb through this grind of the slow burn, it's getting more consistent. And uh, I mean, but the burn is still as slow as possible. It's as slow as possible. One of the slowest burns. We we are the slowest growing wrestling podcast out there in the world today. And really, you can't get that kind of action anywhere else than here on the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us as always. You can hit us up on Twitter. All the Twitter handles are right there. At CAE Wrestling is the main one. Uh, You can hit us up on Facebook, Collar and Elbow Wrestling with that ampersand, as you can see right there. We're always joining in the conversation. We love talking to you guys, and you can see all kinds of polls and fun stuff on our Twitter and on Facebook. You can catch this on YouTube, on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, I Podbean think now. All day. Uh, Spotify. 
Working right. on it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's coming struggle. soon. Yeah, we'll get there. Coming soon. Uh, thank you to Anchor for sponsoring the show and uh, keeping us alive. <laughs> really, <laughs> so and in the black. I know. We're actually more in the black now than we've ever been. So thank you for that, Anchor. And thank you guys, as always, for watching. We're the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast, and together we're going to make wrestling great again. See you guys next time.